It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Ken Cuccinelli, former Virginia Attorney General and now National Chair of the Election Transparency Initiative, uh, joins me. So, uh, Ken, first of all, good to have you back. How are you doing? I'm doing better than America, David. How are you? Uh, same here, my friend. Same here. Uh, I got to tell you, you and I have been fighting these things for a lot of years on and off air. And boy, I, 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 I ache for this country and what's going on. Uh, but I also have hope because of some of the things that are going on, like what you're doing uh, with transparency, right? Easy to vote, hard to cheat. Yeah. Uh, and others who've joined in the fight, we're seeing a coordination or or at least a better compendium of organizations like yours. Uh, let's go right to this Wisconsin uh, issue. Uh, the ruling by their Supreme Court that absentee ballot drop boxes may be placed only in election offices imagine that uh and and, and apparently the democrats yeah, are ready to especially ima- especially imagine that when that's what your statute says crazy I mean, thing they literally law. just quoted the law and um and held things outside of this law are not legal and that includes the made up drop boxes and um the, their Wisconsin Election Commission there on a bipartisan basis, so this wasn't just Democrats, had given the advice to clerks, oh, yeah, you can do this, COVID, right? So we get to rewrite election laws. Supreme Court said, no, the law is the law. The legislature gets to rewrite the law, not a bunch of bureaucrats. And so this was under Wisconsin law. It's a big win for transparency, for security, for confidence in how an election is run and the outcome of it. It takes away a big opportunity for fraud off the table in Wisconsin, but it's also an example that you could see repeated in other states. And that example is finding accountability, holding accountable state officials who have been breaking the law. We saw it in 2020 in Philadelphia and Detroit and Atlanta. We saw it here in Virginia in the 2020, in the 2021 election last year, our biggest County, the registrar, um, just ignored the ballot security measure, the voter ID measure related to mail-in absentee ballot requests and uh, literally sent out hundreds of them that way. That was caught by one of the new volunteers that had been recruited not to be poll watchers, but to go inside and be election officials. Lots and lots of Republicans are doing this now. And then even in a state like Virginia, which is Uh, pretty close to 50-50. It tends to lean to the left a little now. Um, But the fact of the matter is the Democrats outnumbered the Republicans in these positions two to one. And so getting new people trained and in there was the biggest single uh, advance in election security we've seen in Virginia in years. You know, based on what you just said, and, and in a specific reference to Wisconsin, your point about both sides, uh, it's it seems and correct me if I'm reading you wrong. It seems that these these new people, uh, this new I don't know if you want to call it you know Overwatch or whatever, actually push the Republicans to do the right thing. Because it, it, I want to say it boggles my mind, but it doesn't when you have Republicans violating the Constitution <laughs> and existing state law combined. Yeah, it's I, I do think it's important to realize. Um, 
uh, especially in an era where each side demonizes the other, this isn't this doesn't just play out partisanly. You know, there were Republicans who said, yeah, this is okay to do. There was one on that Wisconsin Election Commission who objected, but not the others. And um, I mean, you look over at Pennsylvania, they passed Act 77 back in 2019, which rather nakedly violated their constitution, in my view, that's being litigated right now. But that was Republicans that did that. So, uh, you know, we need to we need to keep an eye on our friends and allies and urge them in the right direction. Um, we're having a lot of, I won't call it luck. We're having a lot of progress be made, real progress, not what progressives call progress on the election reform front. I mean, we're around half the states have banned Zuckerbucks, um, several of them on a bipartisan basis, including the aforementioned Pennsylvania, my home state of Virginia, Kentucky. Um, we're seeing bipartisan legislation in New Jersey of all places, and South Carolina, um, that's at least improving the transparency and cleaning up some of the efficiency problems that do create other problems. If you're not counting fast, for instance, people start to get paranoid. Um, And just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. Maybe there is a problem. And we have seen the left use confusion and muddying up systems on purpose. It's part of why they hate voter ID is because it makes the system too particular, too trackable, too accountable um, to get the get elections in what they call the margin of litigation, because they have built an overwhelmingly large litigation machine on the left to fight these races out in court, which is their preferred final resting place for these close races. By the way, an important part of that, and I'll remind everyone, is if you overhaul the justice system in the form of the judges, then when you try to go to court as a part of that strategy, and this began in 2015 in earnest, uh, now you have a judge who denies you standing, and suddenly you have a you know a litigation zone where they have a better chance at a win. I, can I? Let's go to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, for a moment. And you're a strategist in my observation uh, over time in how you deal with cases when you were attorney general from a legal perspective. And part of strategy as I see it, and in this case for Senate Bill 982 in Pennsylvania, is that you take the wins everywhere you can. Sometimes it's called easy wins, but not many of them are easy. And you build on those wins. So Senate Bill 982, which prohibits the use of public monies for the administration of elections, Zuckerbucks, as you call it. How can they build on that in Pennsylvania, Ken? Because following the June primaries last election cycle around, the Pennsylvania legislature, Pennsylvania Republicans, did not stand up to Wolf, Governor Wolf, and the Secretary of State's office. Therefore, manner and time of elections was perverted. Yeah, so they they actually, a year ago, had a very good comprehensive bill that Governor Wolf vetoed. Naturally, you would want good legislation, right, if you're a Democrat governor um, these days. And, um, and interestingly, at that press conference, Governor Wolf was getting things about the bill wrong, and the leader in the legislature actually went to his press conference, Seth Grove, and was correcting him in the press conference. <laughs> so there's a definitely a pattern with Governor Wolf 
of just towing the party narrative line. He's not doing a lot of independent thinking or trying to solve problems. The reason I think they got the Zuckerbucks bill passed was because he had laid down a marker and said, you know, you need to fully fund the government execution of elections. And lo and behold, the Republicans called him on it and they did it. And so he was sort of backed into a corner. Um, but that was only on the one issue. There are so many others they have to clean up there in Pennsylvania. And you note the judges. Um, it's different in different parts of the country, but Pennsylvania judges are elected. They have a very liberal Supreme Court. And <clears throat> they were one of the court entities out there in 2020 that were literally rewriting the law. And, um, you know, what do you do about that? Do you, you've got to get new judges in there. And so a lot of people are pretty determined to do just that. And you'll, you'll see some of the hottest state races this year will be Supreme Court justice races. In Montana, um, you've got an unusually liberal Supreme Court relative to that state. I think one is up in Pennsylvania this coming year. You've got a couple down in North Carolina. These are going to be really important races. Um, because a lot of these decisions are being made within the boundaries of state constitutions, and the U.S. Supreme Court doesn't get to review those as if they take many election cases in the first place. Right. And again, the litigation strategy, the lawfare, uh, is to uh, own or control or at least diminish the effectiveness of various parts of the legal system if if the veracity of evidence is never tested uh if you don't get into court the victory belongs to those who pervert the system i always always appreciate your insight uh you know victory you build victory builds more victories and uh, that's something we need to work on more in this country just like you're doing at the election transparency project amen thanks david Thank you. Ken Cuccinelli, again, former Virginia Attorney General and uh, National Chair of the Election Transparency Initiative. Let me make sure I use the right word. The website, electiontransparency.org. So there you have it. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.